All securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp., member of FINRA, SIPC. Sutherland Wealth Partners is an independent firm not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. No opinions in this podcast should be taken as a recommendation or advice. Craig Sutherland, president of Sutherland Wealth Partners, and once again, I am joined by the wonderful Alana Gaither. Happy Thursday! Today is National Daughters Day, believe it or not, and I think I'm reminded every day by my daughters, who are 10 and a half and 13, that every day is National Daughters Day, but apparently today is nationally recognized, so I can't even imagine when I get home what's in store for daddy. I thought I'm going home to dinner, but apparently I should be toting gifts. Expecting some flowers and toys and <laughs> any pocket recommend, change. Any recommendations for a 10 and a half and 13 year old who may not know it's National Daughter's um, Day? I mean, I'm still, my dad hardly knows how to send a text, so if I get a text from my dad acknowledging <laughs> the day, that'll be something. Well, we shall see. I'll update you next week on... Uh, on what the outcome was, but speaking of celebrating national days, we had talked in our last podcast about the Cleveland Browns, and I have to say, we finally did it. They won. <laughs> dilly dilly. So yeah, that's very exciting as, uh, as far as being a sports fan, a Cleveland fan, and I know it's not something to probably say it's a national day, but man, it sure felt like it, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my being down in Columbus, you know, you get a little sidetracked with OSU, and um, but being from Craig and I are both from the Akron Cleveland area, and my mom kind of updates me on all of my Browns news, and she texted me and said, "Get ready for the bake sale." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they got down fourteen to nothing, I thought, "Oh my gosh, it's time to turn it off," but I, I painfully waited through it and pleasantly surprised they came through with the victory and you mentioned your mother uh my mom's 81 years old believe it or not and she just learned how to text not too long ago uh needless to say my phone was blowing up i thought it was gonna be for my friends but it was for my 81 year old mother about go browns so i don't know but uh any final thoughts on the browns we'll see if they can pull out another one (laughs) Unlock the coolers and unleash the Bud Light. So, um, we had recently attended a uh, a Council of Presidents down in the greater Cincinnati area. And I know you had some pretty interesting uh, statistics and takeaways from that. So, do you want to... uh... Yeah, so it's fall, which means business typically starts to pick up. People, kids are back in school, so families and... um, Young people are starting to think more about their finances, so we really want to get some hard facts and statistics out there that are interesting. And something that caught me caught my attention right away at the Council of Presidents was a stat that our CEO shared, and that was 29% of people 55 and older have zero save for retirement. Wow. Which was shocking and scary and... I guess just, you know, more motivation to keep doing what we're doing and trying to 
help educate people and make sure you don't fall under those statistics. But that was pretty crazy to hear. Yeah, you think about because I had mentioned previously that I'm 51 years old and you don't things don't start becoming quote unquote real. And I can tell you until you turn 50. I remember through my 20s, 30s, and 40s, you know, you earn your living, you do what you do, and you have fun, you save money, enjoy your life. But there's something about the day that you actually turn 50 that a light bulb goes off. Things start getting real to the point where, wow, you can start counting it down to what retirement may or may not look like. And, and it can be pretty daunting to think of the fact that, wow, I've gone, you know, 20, 25 years of earning income, and what have I done with it? And... You know, that, that is kind of alarming to think that 29% of people 55 or over don't have a dollar saved. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked in the past about, well, for one, I'm a millennial, so that's kind of my focus when mm-hmm. I hear stats and how can I get the word out to millennials and just thinking that the industry and obviously the recent years and just in general targets, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 plus, just people who have more assets. And Craig and I were talking that just because you're not being targeted right now by marketing efforts of the financial planning industry or advisors aren't reaching out to you or giving you phone calls if you're a 25 year old, doesn't mean you shouldn't be thinking about it. And the earlier you start, the better of a chance that you won't be a part of that 29% that has zero saved by the time you're 55. So don't wait until you're 50 don't wait until you're 40 even it's never too early and i think that's the takeaway from that i can share from that statistic yeah it's so true and that's one of the things i love about not only the uh, podcast but just having a relationship and age difference uh with you and people in the office is the fact that you can really compare and contrast you know saving spending spending habits how you how you view the economy and how you uh, view investing for the long term and it's true, even though somebody who may be younger may not think, well, I can always wait till later. It's really the law of compounding that you don't need as much money when you're younger. You get that, started, yeah. That's right. I mean, the whole idea is to start early because the problem when you become 50, 55, 60, it's, it's never too late. Any money that you put away is always a good thing because you, you're, at least you're doing something. But it's that time value of giving that money time to season and to grow, even with up or down markets, that's really going to put you in a position to do well. So to your point, you know, you should ignore just the fact that you're being young. Find some way and just start. Mm-hmm. And speaking of retirement and um, data and all such, another um, stat that came to mind at a different meeting we've, we were recently at was that, so think about car insurance so you have a car you have car insurance in the event that you get in a car accident you have you know insurance to cover it but in reality only 2.5 percent of people actually need that insurance but it's still pretty common that everyone buys car insurance when it comes to homeowners insurance um really only about like 0.6 or 7 percent of people actually have their house burned down in a fire, but it's still kind of common sense or a well-known thing that you should have homeowner's insurance. So we think, you know, if 100% of people, give or take, want to retire, why are we still more hesitant to insure against outliving our retirement? Yeah. Um, so just kind of some 
thoughts to kind of just some things to think about um, when it comes to what you can do and outliving your retirement. And I don't know if social security was the solution to that question, but people with medical advancements, people are living longer and, you know, you might outlive your social <laughs> security benefits. So just things to think about. Yeah, no, I and I love those statistics that you said because of the fact that, you know, a couple of those are mandated as far as, you know, at least in Ohio, you have to have auto insurance. So you're forced to pay that. And to, to have a house, you have to have certain types of insurances as well. But to know, like for your car, that you're paying money, that you have a 97.5% chance of never collecting on that money, or for your homeowner's insurance, as far as your house burning down, 99.7% chance that you will not ever collect on that money. It's just a cost of living. It's a cost yeah, of... People still put that you know, money yeah. towards the risk. and Right. But, but to know you know what you had said earlier that a hundred percent of people want to retire and retire comfortably and a hundred percent ultimately I hate to say this but a hundred percent of people ultimately will pass on nothing sure in life but taxes and death <laughs> that's exactly right so those are things that are optional and those are things that you can control you can't control if you're going to get in a car accident you cannot control if your house burns down but you can control what path and what destiny you want to make towards your retirement and in the event of an untimely passing or part of your estate planning, how you want to pass on what you've accumulated and to leave that to your heirs. Yet so many people don't make that part of their planning. And it's another interesting statistic while we're on that is most people plan more, take more time planning for their wedding than they do their retirement. Crazy. It is, and I just all for the Instagram. It, <laughs> if you had to post how much money you had saved on in your Instagram post, maybe it would be a little different. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. So you know, these are just some some interesting things when we get to uh, statistics, and I think you brought up some really great ones today. And I, I think the the resounding message is you have the control and you have the power to help create your own experience. And I know we talk a lot about that here, not only on the podcast, but also in our office that don't wait, you know, whether it's your age or whether it's whatever your circumstance is, you have the power to start somewhere or to accelerate what you've already done in a very powerful and dynamic way that you don't necessarily have to be a statistic. You can create your own experience. And I think that, you know, again, that's the message we wanted to get across to you today and uh, to basically take control. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, and we'll leave you guys with this. Speaking of National Daughters Day, what we started out with, yesterday was also National Register to Vote Day, so make sure you're registered and take advantage of the great freedom we mm-hmm. have and exercise that right. So can, can, can you slide, I don't mean to interrupt you, but can you slide that one last statistic about... Uh, Think it was voter registration or, or yeah so I thought it was fabulous. in 2016 only 60 percent of eligible citizens voted in the US presidential election Wow. Um, and you know when you look at countries like Australia Chile Belgium Germany they're all of well over 80 percent of people actually go and vote whereas the United States is 58 percent Wow so 
Let's step it up, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. A lot of people came before you, gave you that freedom and that right. So regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, uh, to your point, Alana, get involved, make your voice, create your experience. Mm -hmm. So with that, we just want to say thank you again. Have a fabulous week. And until next time, go Browns, go Bucks.